emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I'm Kevin Merida, Senior Vice President of ESPN. Hi, everyone. This is Rexy Roll from Western Air, Bahamas. I'm Monica Morgan, international photojournalist and motivational speaker. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. Michael Nimmons. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... The Thinking Out Loud radio show. 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 So one of the best radio shows that I've ever been on. And in Detroit, I can't go without thinking out loud with my boy, Michael Nimmons. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. It's the Let's Talk edition, where we talk Serena Williams and the U.S. Open, LWB, and congrats, Cap. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be talking about a number of different things that have uh, taken place within the past few days, a wide range of uh, topics. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Serena Williams and the U.S. Open. You heard in the intro into this segment the controversy behind uh, her match with Naomi Osaki doing absolutely nothing. He's in his apartment minding his own business, living while black. Football players will not be penalized if they decide to kneel during the national anthem. Big win for Colin Kaepernick. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thank you so much for tuning in this week on this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday evening in September. We're so happy that you've decided to check us out again on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, we appreciate you and love you. 
to life. Thank you so much. I want to say a quick hello to all of our blog talk radio show listeners. What's up, everybody? And to all of our WDPR 102.4 listeners as well. Big ups to my good friend, Pastor Brockenberry, um, doing a great job uh, with WDPR 102.4. Hopefully, we'll have him on the show very soon so he can tell you about some of the great things that he's doing on WDPR 102.4. Um, great part about doing this show really is that we literally have listeners um, around the world. I'm truly grateful for that. I mean, they're tuning in from around the world and we truly appreciate uh, those of you who listen to us week in and week out or if you're listening uh, for the first time, we truly appreciate you, whether you're listening from um, near or far Whether you're listening from around the corner Or across the pond Whether you're listening on Tuesday at 8pm Wednesday at 8am on Blog Talk Or Friday at 8pm on WDPR 1024 Or you might be listening to the podcast On Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music TuneIn, iHeart or Spotify We appreciate and love you just the same Thank you so much for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show We also like to remind you to check out the official home of the Thinking Out Loud radio show At www.michaelnemons forward slash T-O-L radio show michaelnemons.com forward slash T-O-L radio show Uh, That is the official home of the Thinking Out Loud radio show Instead of having a series of links for you to click on uh, That are segregated and separated out You can now go to one official page Where we have all the information that you need about the show And we're constantly updating it on a weekly basis I feel like I'm on it all the time So check it out We have video on that uh, page We have uh, information about upcoming guests. Uh, We also uh, have all of our social media feeds on that page. You can also leave us a comment about the current show or leave us your feedback for the uh, uh for all of our shows whatever you uh whatever you like to give us a, your feedback about um that um is also available on that home page as well the official home of the thinking out loud radio show we have links to past and present shows I mean, you can do a number of different things uh, from that page. Again, it's www.michaelnemons.com forward slash T-O-L radio show. Or just go to the homepage of michaelnemons.com and click on the menu item T-O-L radio show. It'll take you directly to the official home of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You can also read our blog from that page as well. A lot of things going on on that site. So we hope you take take a few minutes and stop by. Give us a shout. Let us know you stopped by the Thinking Out Loud radio show homepage. In tonight's show, we have an interesting question we plan to discuss with Christian fashion designer Terry Ann Phillips. And that question is, what does a Christian look like? (laughs) Man, that's a very interesting question. It's been directly and indirectly addressed at one time or another by all of us. Um, Do Christians have a look? And if so, what is that? How would you describe a Christian's attire? Is there such thing as 
church clothes. We want to know, are their clothes specifically designed for the church or can they be worn other places as well? Or have we gotten to the point or has the church evolved to the point where we can now come as uh, you are? You know, have we gotten to that point as a church where, um, you know, you can just come as you are? Um it's interesting. So we're going to be having that discussion tonight. And I believe, um, you know, it's going to be a great discussion. Um, this, I believe, should make for some interesting discussion. I know Terry Ann and I had a great uh, conversation about the nuances of the 21st century church when it comes to fashion and what's appropriate for Sunday worship and what's not. Um, and was our focus uh, on the wrong thing, really? And if so, what should our focus be? Let me tell you, I guarantee this is going to be an interview you don't want to miss. I know I say it all the time, but really, really, this this is an interview you don't want to miss. We, we get into a lot of great discussion, a lot of great insights about fashion in the church. So um, stick around. The interview is coming up in just a few minutes. Plus, we have got a dynamic, when I say dynamic, I mean dynamic, dynamic, dynamite, <laughs> pow, pow, dynamite thought of the week for you on tonight's show. I'm telling you, it's it's a powerful um, thought of the week. I call it kind of like, it's not, I know it's not Thursday, but it's the throwback uh, Tuesday Um Thought of the week uh, from a speech I gave uh, a few years back at a youth explosion uh, entitled, I Know Who I Am. And I believe it's directly in line with uh, the theme of tonight's show, What Does a Christian Look Like? So stay tuned for that. I guarantee it's going to bless you. Let me tell you, this is a dynamite thought of the week. You don't want to go anywhere Make sure you hear tonight's thought of the week. Remember to follow all of our social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. Um, you, radio show. Um, you can, uh, again, f- uh, get all of our, uh, follow all of our social media accounts on michaelnemons.com. There, you don't have to parse out, you know, uh, remember, you know, what did he say? Well, you know, where, where was it? What's his social media feed on Twitter and on Instagram? It's all on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook, um, no, on our Thinking Out Loud homepage. Uh, so just make sure you go to michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL radio show or just go to the homepage of michaelnemons.com. And click TOL Radio Show, and you'll be able to follow us on all of our, or most of our social media accounts. I think I have them all there. But yeah, you'll be able to follow our show right from michaelnemons.com. What you thinking about? 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 
We open this week's edition of What Are You Thinking About uh, segment talking about the Kavanaugh hearings. I'm sure you've all heard about it. If you haven't, you've been must have been living under a rock for the past week and a half or so. But those who haven't been keeping up, Judge Brett Kavanaugh has been nominated by Trump uh, to the Supreme Court in large part because Trump wants Kavanaugh to fill this post. Uh, because he doesn't believe, uh, Kavanaugh doesn't believe a president should be indicted or investigated by his own government. Hmm. So, um, sounds to me like, um, uh, you know, an escape plan or he's, he's setting up a scenario, uh, in just in case something happens. Hmm. So the Republicans have been trying to rush through this nomination for the benefit of Trump because they believe, and I'm sure they do, believe he will need all the firepower he can muster after the midterm elections and the Democrats take control of the House and Senate. We're hoping that it happens. Are back in control and Trump is out. You know, I, I believe that that is um, uh, in all likelihood that is going to take place in just a few months. So here we are in the effort to slow this nomination process down. The Democrats found some incriminating skeletons in Judge Kavanaugh's closet. <laughs> a California professor by the name of Christine Beasley Ford recently came forward after her letter was given to Senator Dianne Feinstein, Feinstein back in July and admonished her to get uh, admonished to keep her name anonymous. She didn't want her uh, name disclosed um, as a part of this uh, letter. But the story, as well as her name, leaked out to the media. Now she's speaking out and willing to testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee about an alleged sexual assault that took place 30 years ago when both Ford and Kavanaugh were in high school. Allegedly, at a party, Kavanaugh um, and his friend Mark Judge pushed Christine Ford into a bedroom and locked the door. Kavanaugh uh, threw Ford on the bed and began to try to remove her clothing when she tried to scream. He put his hand over her mouth and turned up the music so no one could hear her. According to the story, Kavanaugh's friend Mark Judge then, um, who were both intoxicated at the time, jumped on top of Kavanaugh and Ford to break up, break it up. And Ford was able to escape, and she locked herself in a bathroom until uh, the two men left. Uh, she's come forward with these allegations against Judge Kavanaugh with nothing but her testimony, no evidence, no proof. I mean, it's. 30 years ago and you know there wasn't a rape it was basically an attempted rape um you know so he but judge uh, Kavanaugh vehemently denies the accusations and went on as went as far as to say he wasn't even at the party in question the same as Mark Judge um he's saying the same thing he was never at the party he doesn't even remember what happened um, or he doesn't even remember that ever happening and he doesn't even recall uh, his friend uh, Brett Kavanaugh acting in that matter at all so here's my theory you know because the legal world is um, you know separated from reality in some respects 
you know, it kind of operates on its own in its own reality. And by that, I mean, it's not necessarily what I did, but it's what you can prove I did. And think about that. It's not what I did, but it's what you can prove that I did. And uh, Judge Kavanaugh has hired his own attorney, which I believe has instructed him if um, these facts are true for him to vehemently deny them because after all this 30 years this happened 30 years ago and the case itself would really boil down to his word versus her word and who are you going to believe really um, because there's no proof uh, on either side uh, to determine whether this actually happened or not other than her testimony and his vehement denial that it did happen or that it did not happen um, so um, it's my estimation that he will probably just continue to deny uh, that he had he did not he doesn't know her never um, was never at the party that never happened because He's betting on the fact that she won't have any proof um, to or evidence to prove uh, that he actually did what she's claiming that he did. Now, again, that's that's what happens in the legal world. Um, it's not necessarily what I did, but it's what you can prove I did. Um, and this is not a legal case, but. Again, we know what's at stake. Judge Kavanaugh has been nominated to the Supreme Court, which is a which is the highest court in the land, and it is a lifetime appointment. So, this is a very uh, powerful position, and it's a very serious accusation that's being levied against him. So, I'm not trying to at all minimize it by by just saying that it really boils down to his word versus her word or vice versa but in some respects that is the case so we love to get your feedback on this i think his approach is going to be denied 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 banking on the fact that she really doesn't have um any proof uh outside of her own testimony of what happened uh to convince those that are listening if this actually happened or not So uh, I want to know what your thoughts are In this um, you know Very serious matter uh, Related to sexual assault And power So uh, go to our Thinking Out Loud homepage At michaelnemis.com Forward slash TOL radio show Leave us your comments Let us know what you think about this I wonder how it's going to play out We'll see Also, um, our midterm election update, we are 49 days away from the midterm elections. And if you're not registered to vote, ask your neighbor, what is wrong with you? If nothing else, this year and a half of the Trump administration should be motivation for everyone to get out to the polls and vote this coming November. We've been re-energized to vote because I have to admit, voter apathy has really overtaken us, along with many of you, I'm sure, back in November of 2016 when Trump became president. 
I'm still not sure if he won it fair and square. I mean, the Mueller report hasn't come out come out yet, but uh, you know, I can't wait to see uh, what the report is. Uh, but this country to follow up the first black president of the United States with, as author uh, Tay Nasai puts it, the first white president is laughable. <laughs> you know, it was almost as if people were literally trying to erase the memory of the last eight years by electing Donald Trump. And maybe some were, but this is how you do it with Orangey the Clown. I mean, come on. What is, but what is inspiring to me is to see the political activism that has seemed to spring out of this disaster of an administration. Citizens are no longer sitting on the sideline and criticizing what is happening. They have decided to become a part of the the uh, the solution. And some have even thrown their hat in the ring and are on the cusp of making history. A great example of this is Democratic candidate for governor of Florida, Andrew Gillum, a charismatic Young black man with a positive message and agenda for Floridians. He's on the cusp of becoming the first black governor of the state of Florida, and that is an exciting thing. Uh, exciting thing. He's str- we strongly uh, recommend and encourage anyone who's listening from the state of Florida to vote for this brother right here. A family man, positive, charismatic, another positive image for our young. Black men across the country Um, Another brother who we've interviewed on this show Is now um, um, a part of the Democratic uh, governor ticket Um, Lieutenant, uh, he's running for candidate for uh, He's a candidate for lieutenant governor Of the great state of Michigan uh, Garland Gilcrest, my good friend Who was on the show when he was running for city clerk And I thought at the time He was a bright and intelligent young brother Poised to do great things And um, now he's uh, joined the Democratic ticket With uh, candidate for governor Gretchen Whit- uh, Whitmore um, I am just excited about this ticket right here He has my 110 support um, 10% I'm behind him 110% um, you know, doing uh, this is an exciting time for the state of Michigan, and I'm I'm really um, happy about this um, this Gil uh, this Whitmore uh, and Gilcrest ticket. Uh, and I uh, I remember texting him our congratulations on his selection um, back when it was announced, and you know he definitely will have our full support in November. I wish I could vote. Multiple times you know but you know We only get one vote so Of course I will be voting For uh, Gretchen Whitmore And uh, my good Friend Garland Gilcrest Uh, And of course our women Are doing great things this election cycle As well Democratic Candidate for Governor Stacey Abrams uh, from the the, uh, She's the Democratic Candidate for the Governor of uh, The state of Georgia who is A black woman recently won the Democratic nomination during the primaries over Stacey Evans, a former state legislature. Stacey Abrams is poised to become the first black woman governor of Georgia. That is historic, but she's already she's already made history uh, by becoming the first black woman to be nominated. 
for governor by a major party in the United States. I mean, that is tremendous. And of course, we cannot forget another rising star in the Democratic Party out of New York, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who recently ousted Democratic Establishment Congressman Representative Joe Crawley, who was a 10-term congressman in New York. And she did this at only 28 years old and who I understand ran ran a grassroots campaign mobilizing her base and really getting people out to the polls to vote for her and they are excited about her agenda uh, she's uh, looked at as a democratic socialist a younger uh, more attractive version of Senator Bernie Sanders so uh, this is just an exciting time um, for um, these young rising stars I'm just, in, just impressed with the black power that's coming up Due in large part, I believe, because of the eight years of President Obama, and you might, uh, you might, you know, some might say the imitation, or some say rather, the imitation is the greatest form of flattery, and um, you know, this could be playing out in what we're seeing with uh, these individuals that I've now thrown their hat into the political ring. Uh, and even though we didn't see uh, Obama's legacy continued in the White House immediately, I believe it will continue through these rising stars as well as others who are already power brokers in Washington, like uh, Senator Cory Booker, um, uh, Senator Kamala Harris, uh, former Attorney General Eric Holder, or as Dr. Dyson referred to him as the Queen at the Queen of Souls funeral, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see I'm excited and I'm engaged as you should be uh, because again the the prime the general election is only 49 days away uh, we need to be getting out to the polls and vote uh, it's good to see uh, some positive moves being made even in the midst of uh, uh, this political chaos. Well, we're going to take our first break of the night, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our question with Christian fashion designer, Miss Terry Ann Phillips. What does a Christian look like? Don't you go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Miss the show featuring educator and administrator, Dr. Andre Townsend. I truly enjoy hearing uh, the video bumping. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. What's two plus two? We do this for the kids, and how about you? Hey, they work hard all day, and left us in the core like ELA. Hey. Oh, thanks, man. That's a, that is 
and that is very huge. It's a, it's a game changer when you're talking about um, influencing young people's lives. Uh, I think the most important thing, you got to love kids, man. You just got to love them. And when I became a young man, I thought it was, um, I owed it to the world to pay it forward and do for young people what was done for me to help change the trajectory of my life. I write for the intellectual with the filled up brain and the genius IQ. I put my pen to paper and write for you and for me too. Cause I see the skew in this world and I know that it's fallen. So I write to let you know that the father is calling. What's up everybody? This is Ty Scott King and you're locked into the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Don't go anywhere. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Have you purchased Michael Nimmons' new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. Endorsed by presiding bishops, pastors, ministers, best-selling authors, and more. Listen to what Dr. Eddie Connor had to say. Vision is a riveting book filled with spiritual keys and pragmatic principles. The insight shared by Michael Nimitz will inspire you to manifest your vision to receive provision. As you read, you will be encouraged to embark on your own vision from within. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Well, we are back on another very inspirational spotlight, very inspirational person spotlight, VIP spotlights as we like to call them. We have a very inspirational person indeed on the line with us on tonight. I uh, believe this is really this is a first. I mean, we've interviewed uh over 50 guests. I mean, from politicians to entertainers to lawyers, doctors, you name it. We've na- we've we've interviewed a cross section of professionals and this is our first fashion designer. So, we're very happy to have this individual on the line with us on tonight. And she is a Christian fashion designer who quit working in the corporate world to pursue her God-given purpose in the fashion industry. Born and raised in Kingston, Jamaica, her passion began during her childhood as she realized her love for clothes and all things girly. In 1996, she migrated to the fashion capital of the world, New York City, where her passion ultimately led her on a faith-filled journey into a career in the industry. She is the creator of the Saved and Fabulous fashion line, and we are happy to have her on the show with us on tonight. Let us give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to new friend of the show, Christian fashion designer, Miss Terry Ann Phillips. 
Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Miss Terry Ann Phillips. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Terry Ann Phillips. We're again so very happy to have you on the show with us on tonight. And as I said, I believe you're going you are our first fashion designer. So um we're really breaking ground here uh on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you are from Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> I was actually born in Kingston, but I've actually migrated, moved to the countryside of Jamaica. So I kind of claim both sides and raised in the country. So um, when people ask me where I'm from, I usually say St. Elizabeth because I spent most of my life there. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, again, we are so very happy to have you on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. And and so, as we normally do with all of our uh, VIP guests, very inspirational spotlight guests, we want to know more about you. And you are a Christian fashion designer. So I want you to tell our listeners what really inspired you to go into fashion design. That's crazy because I get this question asked so many times. And it wasn't something that really stood out to me like maybe I was looking up to a designer specifically. It was, I felt like there was a call in my life and I just started doing some soul searching. And you know when you have a passion for something, you just can't let it go. So I'll go around the detour and I will take different routes and I say, okay, well, I don't really want to do this because I'm, a, I'm very fearful of, of tapping into this gift. But I'm from Jamaica, so I felt like getting an education is probably looks better, right? So I branched off to college, and while I was in college, all my friends were like, what are you doing here? You need to go to fashion school. You're so passionate about this. You know, I would style my roommates. I would help them shop. And I was like, are they seeing something that I'm not tapping into? So I keep going back and forth in my mind if I should branch out on this journey, but I keep letting fear hold me back. So after college, I came home, and I joined a church and. I have a group of ladies, they were very inspirational young girls, they were just having a passion for, they were a passion for God. And they also picked up on my passion and they started speaking life into me. I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna try this, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna try it. And I, like, I kinda write down a list of avenues I wanna tap into. First it was styling, then I wanted to be a, shop, a personal buyer, then I want, I never entertained being a designer because I felt like that was a bit too much. <laughs> so I entertained the things that's a little bit more simple. But I never get the opportunity to, be, to do any of those things. So, you know what, I'm going to tap into the designing and I will just go to the fabric store and I will just pick up fabric and just start creating. So I felt like my inspiration come from people around me that just speak life into me and speak in this inspirational words and say, hey, you have a passion in you, you need to go for it and use your gift. And that's how I basically started. Wow, wow. Wonderful. So it, it really pays to surround yourself around positive people, around people who um, will encourage you and inspire you to uh, be the best version of yourself that you can be. Am I correct? Yes, because I feel like if it wasn't for these, um, my church circle of sisters, I felt like I probably would still be daunting around with this idea of fashion, but not fully going to it full, you know, full blown and say, oh, well, this is really what I could do or this is what I want to do. But with their help, 
I, I got the drive and the courage to actually do it. Well, thank, I want to personally thank uh, those sisters uh, that encouraged you because um, you are living your purpose. You are doing what you believe God has called you to do. And that's what I love the most about your story. You felt that it was a it was a calling on your life. And I think that's so very important um, when we talk uh, on our show. We we certainly believe that everyone has a purpose in life and nobody uh, was was put here on this earth by accident, but everyone has a calling on their life. Mm-hmm. I believe that too. And I didn't know what my purpose, I, you know, like I read this book talk about there's two important days in your life, the day you were born and the day you found out why. And when I found out why, I was like, I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, this is why I was born. So it's just, it's a beautiful journey when you woke up and say, okay, I have a purpose. People gravitating to my purpose was even overwhelming to me. I was like, wow, I have a purpose. Like, there's a, you know, I have a place here, and people love what I have to offer. I didn't know I have that much. I know I love fashion, but I didn't know I had that much creativity in me until I started creating. Inspirational <laughs> to me alone that the people around me was like, girl, you could do this. Go for it. You know, I'll buy something from you. I didn't even know how to sell anything. I didn't know what to cost. I didn't know what to, what to, you know, what to price or I didn't know anything. I just full-blown dive in into an ID with a gift and everything else was just you know figure itself out wow I know it's exciting to to know that you are walking in your purpose that you are living out the purpose that God has called uh for you to uh to be you know I I um I, I like that quote because I've heard it before and I've used it uh, as well. Even in my book uh, entitled Vision, that the two most important days in your life is the day you were born and the day you find out why. And it's so sad that everybody does not. Everybody is born, but everybody everybody does not always or does not find out why they were born. I think that's really important for you to know why you are here. And that's exciting to find out when you find it out, right? It is. It absolutely is. It it absolutely is. It is a it is like an epiphany, you know, um finding out why God created me. Why did he put me here on this on this earth? And um and that is so so wonderful to know. I know you are enjoying our interview with new friend of the show, Christian fashion designer Miss Terry Ann Phillips. We're so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. So tell us, um, Terry Ann, if I can call you that, um, what is the difference between a fashion designer and a Christian fashion designer? Okay, so when I started on this journey, I only know a fashion designer, but it was a struggle for me to differentiate the difference between a fashion designer, Christian fashion designer. And I feel like a fashion designer, they could just create whatever they want, you know? But as I felt like as a Christian fashion designer, I have to curve myself to to my group of people because it came to the point where I have a lot of Christian people who follow me, and I felt like, I couldn't just do what I want with my design because I didn't want to send the wrong message to my followers. I felt like this is where I was different, even though I want to create what I want to create because I went crazy with my creativity. I was like, I could wear a tight skirt, I could wear a mini skirt. But then I was like, okay, that's probably sending the wrong message to 
whoever is not in church and said, okay, well, if this is how Christian people are dressing, then I don't need to go to church. So I felt like I became a model for Christ at the same time without even realizing it, you know. And sometimes when I felt like, even though God looked at the soul and the heart, I felt like my body was also his temple, so I felt like I have to still carry myself a certain way and design my clothes a certain way to actually cater to the crowd of the people and also use my clothes to draw in the people to God that is not joining to God. So I was kind of thinking like, okay, maybe I could use fashion to bring those people in that are actually not Christian. So I sometimes have to design with that in mind, okay, I'm not just a fashion designer, I'm a Christian fashion designer. And what I design could send the wrong message to people that's not a Christian. Hmm. Wow. So, uh, you you really had to uh, take a step back and kind of look at what uh, Christians were wearing and and uh, and use your creativity to enhance that or to um, create new styles. Um, because you know, um, I'm I'm a I'm a young man, but. I'm familiar with the old school church and uh, the old school church. There was <laughs> say what go to the Catholic church where everything's that like covered to your, you know, so right. It's a bit of a challenge when I tapped out into this journey. Cause I felt like, okay, I know better. So I need to do better. But then again, we also, we young, so I don't want to look too churchy, but also want to tap into my creativity without looking too churchy at the same time. It it is uh, a delicate balance. I'm sure you had to kind of uh, walk a fine line um, in some respects when it comes to Christian fashion design. Because as you said, you know, um, you really didn't know what the difference was in being a fashion designer and a Christian fashion designer, right? Yeah. And and so um my next question for you is really what what does a christian woman look like you know if you had to um if you had to dress a christian woman in the 21st century cuz we kind of know what uh a christian woman would dress like say in the 1950s or the 19 19- 40s <laughs> but but what does a Christian woman look like in 2018 that's a very good question because I actually struggle with that because again my background is from Jamaica and I was ra- I was raised a certain way so I was raised in this old-fashioned whole school with my grandparents where we have the church clothes we have the school clothes and we have the going old clothes so if I'm going to church I know I'll go to my church clothes right right and I went to school, and usually I go to college. There's a college church. I go there, wear whatever I want. And I was like, no, I can't go. I can't go to church. I said, I gotta get some church clothes, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they were looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, what's a church clothes? I was like, no, you know, the dress to your knee, and you know, you have to have on stocking and slips. So I actually put myself in that camp. That this is what a church girl is supposed to look like. After college, I came home. A mutual friend of mine invited me to church. And she's like, I was like, I cannot go to church right now because I need to go shopping for some church clothes. Again, I'm back to this church clothes thing. And she's like, no, it's come as you are. I was like, what does that mean? She was like, well, you can wear it when you want. I was like, no, 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 that's not, that's not church. You know, I was like, that's not church. You need to go looking a certain way. 
So I went to the church and I looked around. I was like, oh, this is really for real. People come as they are. <laughs> and that's when I learned that as much as you want to label yourself like you want to label certain clothes as church clothes, I think we get so caught up in the clothes so much that we're missing the message of what the, you know, what the church has to offer. And I felt like I was getting caught up into the clothes and not so much what the church have to offer me. So it was like making clothes stopping me from going to church because I didn't have this church clothes to go, so I'm, therefore I'm not going to go. The new century people, the ladies are looking like they're going as they are. And I feel like it gives some people some sense of freedom. They don't have to look perfect. They don't have to have the church clothes to go to church. So they're not, you know, they're not stopping people from coming to church because of the way they're not, because of what they're wearing. But I feel like right now, a church girl could look, she could look like anything at this point because we cannot, we don't, we are into saving souls so much more than like looking at what we're wearing. They're very old school. They're still set in their old school ways thinking like, okay, sh why is she wearing this to church? She's not supposed to. <laughs> but that also could turn that person away from church, you know, because they felt like they're being judged for what they're wearing and not what they come there to receive. The church girls are typically look like me. They love fashion, they love to look great, they love to be glam, they love to wear makeup, they love to have their hair looking great, and that's the church girl. And sometimes it may not look, she may not look like until you speak to her and say, oh, she's actually a Christian. And sometimes you face that daily, like, oh, you're a Christian, right? And I was like, how do you know? Based on the way you talk to me. So now we have mm. to talk to people now that they're a Christian because they don't have a look anymore. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Miss the show featuring motivational speaker, author, and coach Jonathan Banks. I want you to tell us a little bit more about your book, Raise Your GPA, God's Way to Win in School and Life. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. There are so many inspirational scriptures that deal with the holistic young person. And unfortunately, we have offered them a false choice as if they can only be successful in God or in grades. That's never been the true measure of success. Success is always God and grades. In fact, I read in the Bible that God wants us to be the head and not the tail, the lender, not the borrower, above and not beneath. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial.
God bless you. This is Jonathan Banks, speaker, coach, and author of Raise Your GPA, God's Way to Win at School and Life. You are rising with the one and only Minister Michael Nimmons on Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. bookkeeping service, then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service design with you in mind. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Have you purchased Michael Nimmons' new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. I know you are enjoying our interview with Christian fashion designer, Terry Ann Phillips. Let's get back into this impactful and powerful interview. Mmm, wow, that'll preach right there. That will preach. That will preach. I know you are enjoying our interview with Christian fashion designer, uh, new friend of the show, Terry Ann Phillips. We're so happy to have her on the show with us on tonight. And you said a mouthful there. Um, something you also said earlier about uh, freedom uh, in the church, being able to wear what you want to wear and how uh, in the past we may have gotten too caught up in what people have had, people wore or what we had to wear uh, 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 to church quote unquote church clothes um, and um, and so because of that we the message of Jesus Christ was lost because we were concentrating more on what we had on rather than why we were at church and um, and so um, that is such a that is such a uh, apropos point you made there about um, uh, what people look like on the outside and how the emphasis has really been on what we look like on the outside and not much about what's really going on on the inside which is really the most important part right yes 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And because, um, you know, the Bible talks about man looketh on the outward appearance, but it's God who looks on the heart. And we always joke about the church 30 years ago where, you know, women's dresses dragged the floor and they had, you know, no makeup on and they had their hair covered and or their head covered. But, um, you know, some of those women were the most hardest, cantankerous and um, meanest women you ever came across. Um, but, but but you said now you the focus should be more on what we are saying uh, and drawing people to Christ rather than how we're looking. Amen. Yes, I agree. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm enjoying our conversation with new friend of the show, uh, Christian fashion designer, Miss Terry Ann Phillips. So glad to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And so um, this is a this is a question um, that that is related to fashion and related to, um, you know, uh to to what a Christian woman uh, should look like or looks like, is there such a thing as sexy and saved or saved and sexy, you know, um, or 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 is it, you know, you have to be one or the other, you know, um, is it is it uh, can, or can you be both? Is it wrong to be both? Actually, I don't like that word sexy for Christianity because sexy influenced with the outside world of sex. Come, putting it together with save is kind of send the wrong message. Be saved and fabulous or save and classy versus save oh. and sexy. Wrong message. Like, because sexy is used in the world. You know, it's not, sex is not in the Bible or anything. So I felt like putting those two together just doesn't look right at all. And you send the wrong okay. message. I agree with you. I agree with you. And and um you know i i i like how you 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 use um or you call your line <clears throat> saved and fabulous right yes tell tell us where that where that idea came from oh wow that's been a journey so i was actually with a friend and um i felt like i needed to start something with women like something with empowering ladies or unity and coming together and she's like where's this coming from? i was like i just felt this very strong in my spirit and i felt like i just wanted to use as a vessel to women just come together and unite and help each other uplift each other and encourage each other and i said it needs to be some and i remember this lady was saying to me well when you're ready god you could you could write about your story you could use that to uplift i was like no i don't want it to be about me i want it to be something about god i want it to be something centered on god i don't want it to be about me and my journey i wanted to use I want a name to be something to glorify God. I, you know, that's what I said to her. And she was like, when the time come, God will tell you. Tell you. So I kind of went into prayer about it. And I started praying about, you know, I was like, God, I really feel strongly about, do, you know, this woman empowerment journey. What should my, the name be? And I was out somewhere having dinner with my friend. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I got it. And she was like, got what? I said, the same thing I keep telling you about, you know. And I was like, I got the name. And she was like, what's the name? I said, I think what I want to start is a safe and fabulous empowerment movement. And it's, and she said, how does it, how, um, and I said, it's a perfect match between telling a lady she's saved and not being afraid to show her fabulousity to the world. 
So you don't have to look a certain way to go to church. You have you can look very fabulous and still be loving God and serving God and raising your hand in church and, you know, falling to your face and praying. You don't have a look, you know. So she's like, wow, that's really great. And that's kind of like, I run with it. <laughs> and that's what happened. And... um I kind of wrote it down, and I didn't want to do anything with it because I'm like, does this even make sense? It sounds it sounds great in my head, but I was like, it doesn't make any sense. I felt like I was gonna be judged, right? To felt like it was also almost seems kind of shallow, you know? How are you gonna be so fabulous and trying to save and trying to be saved at the same time? And I prayed about it, and God spoke to me in my dream, and He told me to get up and go make a T-shirt. And I'm like, okay. He said, this is a you're gonna use this T-shirt to send a message to your to your followers. And I got up and made, I ignored the first message, and I decided, and I, he spoke, spoke to me again about it. And I was like, okay, um, the second time he spoke to me, I, I got to do something now. <laughs> so I went and did the T-shirt, and people gravitate to it. I was like, wow. I was really trying to hide because I felt like I was going to be judged, you know, or be, it seems very shallow. But yes, still, I felt like this was really needed, you know. And that's how that started. That's how that name came about. Wow. Wow. I know you are enjoying our interview with Christian fashion designer Terry Ann Phillips. And, um, you know, Saved and Fabulous is a very empowering um, uh, name for your fashion line. And, you know, going back to that word freedom and um, freedom in church and uh, free to come to church as you are, because um, we're not ideally there um, for each other. We're there to worship the Lord. And so um, you should be able to come as you are and uh, and 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 really, um, you know, as as 21st century women uh, saved and fabulous is nothing wrong with that um, whatsoever. Uh, women should be able to be free and fashionable at the same time, right? Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And um I think um, you know, the the idea of uh of of being saved and fashionable um together is is great. You don't have to be saved and be a a, a dullard, so to speak. But you can be saved and fabulous. You can be uh, saved and have a fashion sense. You know, it's nothing wrong with uh, with with looking nice and being fashionable for men, for women and men. Um, you know, um, because uh, yeah, go. I'm sorry. I said you can't forget the men. Now we have to include them because we want them looking yeah. dapper and saved. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And you're talking to someone that loves to uh, to look nice um, in my quote unquote church clothes, <laughs> even though I don't just wear suits to church. But um, I love to look nice, and um, and there's nothing wrong with looking fashionable and uh, and and debonair um, and saved at the same time, because you know. There was again there here we go going back to the church 30 years ago you had to really choose between one or the other and depending on the one you chose it really determined how close or how far away from God you were because if you ch- go ahead. 
I felt like that was so crazy that your clothes was a definition of your relationship with God. I know I'm happy that we surpassed that stage in life where we could like, okay, my clothes doesn't determine how close I am to God. My clothes doesn't determine how my my prayer life. It doesn't determine anything. It's just basically your time spent with God and praying and fellowship and your relationship is nothing to do with your clothes. And I guess it's thank God we surpassed that stage, right? You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Miss the show where we talked the Queen of Soul and the Detroit Youth Choir. A lot of things on the table to discuss on today. We're going to be remembering Aretha Franklin throughout the show. And they actually did an article on me, Jan, as well, for um, what happened to me with Aretha Franklin. So I just count it an honor and a privilege to be able to be in her presence during, um, during that time and be able to have that experience. And I think that's something, I know that's something that I, that I will never forget. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, has inspired me and my organization uh, in so many ways. You tuned in to the It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Hello guys, I'm Terry and Phil from the Save and Fabulous Fashion Line. You are listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show with Michael Nimmons. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. service then look no further than consumer tax connect this is a full service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service professionalism and getting results have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with irs call consumer tax connect today at 248-395-0079 that's 248-395-0079 consumer tax connect a tax service designed with you in mind
don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmin's offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Christian fashion designer Terry Ann Phillips, creator of Saved and Fabulous. Let's hear the conclusion of this empowering interview. Right, right. I I am. I'm very glad that we have and um and we have done that in some respects, but again, you still have some that um that are still kind of stuck in tradition and there's nothing wrong with uh tradition um in some respects i think um there 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 should be an uh there should be a balance you can't have too much of one side and and not enough of the other and vice versa you got to have a balance and i think that that is what is most important um you know when you're living for god having balance not just in what you're wearing but in uh in how you're living there has to be a balance amen i know you are enjoying our interview with christian fashion designer and new friend of the show miss terry ann phillips we're so happy to have her on uh the show with us on tonight so um have you gotten any pushback or criticism from church folk who have seen your line Actually, I was very, very surprised how welcoming the church group was of, of me. Um, sometimes when I wear something that's not, you know, that's not very welcoming or something, they may say something to me on social media. But for the most part, I wasn't slagged too much about anything because I felt like I keep my, I think I keep myself pretty much on the classy side. I don't show too much skin. But if I did slip, you know, slip a little bit and show maybe something, they were like, hey, girl, <laughs> you know. I don't, you know, don't don't do that. But for the most part, they were very welcoming, and I appreciate that a lot because for the journey I was on, I was afraid to step out because I felt like I need to look a certain way, I need to act a certain way, and my design needs to be a certain way. And if it's not, then it's not going to be perceived as Christianity. So I was very happy how welcoming the, the church community was to me, and it actually, um, a lot of ladies would message and said. Thank you for being this safe and fabulous lady because now I feel like I also could be the safe and fabulous lady because I didn't think you could be so saved and so fabulous and you know so sometimes actually I felt like not to take any credit but I felt like sometimes I feel like um, it probably brings some young people back to the church that didn't feel like they have to look a certain way to go to church um, so I felt like this was kind of like my ministry to some the world in some sense 
because there's some people who felt like I can't go to church because I don't look like those people. And then mm-hmm. they look up to say, oh, this is a girl that looks like me, and she's going to church, and she loves God, and she's serving God, she's praying, and she's worshiping. So if she could do it, I could do it. So mm-hmm. I feel like the whole journey so far, I didn't have too much criticism at all. And I thank God for that, because it could have been worse, you know. It could have been really worse, but it's that he hasn't been. I praise God. Well, that is awesome, and that make that could be one of the one of the the ways that God confirms your purpose uh, that you're on the right path when um, you you you're you're getting you know. Um, and and it's not to say that you're not going to get criticized, you're not going to get pushed back, but it's always good to have confirmation from uh, those uh, who uh, are recognize. God's gifting in your life and um, you know God sometimes confirms his word through other people in your life and so um, that is awesome that's awesome and um, I truly believe that uh, fashion is um, your purpose those uh, uh, who follow uh, Terry Ann Phillips on uh, social media have seen photos and pictures of her and some of the dresses that uh, she's designed and they are fabulous and um, you know and it, again nothing wrong with be, being saved and fabulous and she is definitely a classy uh, young lady and um, and not afraid to um, be bold and and courageous uh, I know you are enjoying our interview with uh, Christian fashion designer and new friend of the show Terry Ann Phillips so you know I want to know from you um, we might have some young ladies listening uh, that are interested in possibly going into fashion design um, what advice would you give uh, someone who uh, might be interested in going into fashion design as they embark upon their profession I want to say first I know even though you may be passionate about it and I'm I'm not sure if I'm speaking to Christian or Christian but with this journey and this, this industry, it comes with a lot of challenges. So you have to just make sure that this is what you really, 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 really want to do and this is really your purpose because when those challenges come, you only have your, your love for your passion, your purpose to lean back on and your, you know, the word, your word from God. So in my journey, I felt like there were so many times I just wanted to give up because I felt like it wasn't working and maybe it's not working. It is working, but it's probably not working fast enough for me. Like. I wanted to be in stores, I wanted to sell more, I wanted to be known worldwide. Even though I am known worldwide, it's not on the bigger scale as what I want it to be. You know, because we have dreams and aspirations and goals, but when things are not working out in that sense, I come back to the word. I say, okay, I cannot make what I'm seeing determine my, you know, my worth in my business and my, um, my journey or my numbers shouldn't determine that I got to make sure my purpose and what God tell me determine my journey. So when those challenges come, you only have that to lean back on. And you just have to make sure you really, 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 really love it. Don't just do it because it looks cute or everyone is doing it. And because XYZ is making, making it happen, then you felt like if she could do it, it looks so simple, I could do it. Make sure you go into this with the right motive and not the wrong motive because if you go with the wrong motive, the first year, your 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 love for it will probably die because of all the challenges you face. 
But when you're truly, truly passionate, you really, really love what you're doing, you know for sure you're called to do it. Nothing could deteriorate your, you know, what comes, you know, that would never fade away. Hmm. Wow. Great advice from Christian fashion designer Terry Ann Phillips. I know you are enjoying our interview on tonight with this amazing young lady. I know I am and truly enjoy talking with her and her sharing uh, her experiences um, in the um, uh, very competitive uh, industry of fashion. Um, so tell tell us, you know, I'm sure you have probably traveled the world as a fashion designer. Um, tell us some of the places that you have been um, and some of the things that you've done as a fashion designer um, trying to get your line off the ground. Well, um, for the most part, I was traveling when I first started. I was traveling and doing, like, fashion shows. Anyone call me to do a fashion show, I'll just show up. I'm not sure if it was going to make sense or I was going to make any money for me, but I felt like that was my way to get out there. Um, one of the places I traveled to, it wasn't for my fashion or anything. It was just for pleasure, and it was London. And it was so inspirational there because they kind of, like, dress different from us. They're very tailored, very GQ looking, and I felt like, I take some inspiration from there. I love the way the ladies dress there. They're very, very classy. They have like, you know, they just have this classy look about them. And I remember saying, whenever I design, I want my look to mimic the, you know, the European style. So when I do travel, I pull from different places and see where I want to, what I want my model, what my design to, to look like. And London was one of those places that impacted my design. Social media has been a great aspect for my for my line too because at first I didn't want to put myself out there too much. I was like, I pull back. I was like, okay, I post this, but I won't post that. And, but, and then when I just let myself be and say, okay, I need to post more, I see how it actually impacted my brand. Hmm. Okay. Wow, I know you are enjoying our interview with Christian fashion designer and new friend of the show, Terry Ann Phillips. You know, I really enjoy talking with you on tonight. And as we um, get ready to wrap the interview, how can people purchase uh, your product from uh, from saved and and your from your saved and fabulous line? I'm sure people who are listening are probably excited about uh, what you're doing and want to know how they can purchase uh, some uh, some clothes from your fashion line so tell our listeners how they can purchase your products how they can follow you on social media how they can keep up with christian fashion designer terry ann phillips well i'm on social i'm on instagram and facebook as terry ann phillips i'm not on twitter i haven't been in twitter for years and um, my social media is i'm pretty much active in there my website is linked in my bio but for our, those that are probably not on social media, you can find me at www.shopsnf.com. And that's basically that's where all my pieces are right now on www.shopsnf.com. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. Again, we have truly enjoyed having Christian fashion designer Terry Ann Phillips on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. I truly, truly have enjoyed our conversation and um, her insights into um, into fashion. 
And um, I truly appreciate her carving out time. I know she's a very busy, um, busy woman um, in and out of town as she um, as we were trying to coordinate uh, our interview for uh, for this show. But she was able to set aside a few minutes for us. And I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Oh. Thank you again, Ms. Terry Ann Phillips. I wish you nothing but success in the days and weeks to come. Now that you are a friend of the show, we hope that you'll keep in touch with us. Give us some updates. Let us know what you're doing. And we, yeah, go, what'd you say? I sure will. I enjoyed this, comment, um, this interview a lot. It was great. We, we enjoyed having you. And we wish you nothing but success in the days, the weeks, and the years to come. God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you, too. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Miss the show where we talk mental health and bullying with licensed counselor, Dr. Hakeem Lumumba. Dr. Lumumba, I want to know, do you treat young people as well as adults or you just treat adults exclusively? Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I am treating adolescents, and that's between the ages of 13 to 18, as well mm. as adults, uh, 18 years and older. And with the adolescents that I'm treating, most of them are, are being treated because of their use of marijuana. It's almost an epidemic. They're using marijuana to cope with the stress in their life. And so they're saying, in order for me to cope with my environmental stress, I need marijuana. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Got the munchies? Call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchie! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchie! If you want some off-water pizza and wings, call Pachi! Call 248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. When you have the munchies, call munchies. Enjoyed the show? Leave a comment on the Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash Out Loud Radio Show. Share the episode, subscribe to the podcast, Facebook about it, tweet about it, Instagram about it. Make the show a part of your weekly routine. Tuesdays from 8 to 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
giving voice to issues that matter to you. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Tonight's start of the week comes from a speech that I gave a few years back at a youth conference, and uh, it was entitled, I Know Who I Am. And this goes directly with our question of the night. What does a Christian look like? It's not in our clothes. It's not in what we have on. But it's really who we are connected to. complex than teenage pregnancy amongst our young people. It's far more severe than a drug or alcohol addiction. Many people today, young and old, are suffering from an identity crisis which has caused them to lose sight of who they are. An identity crisis that has caused them to lose sight of who they are. An entire segment of our population is confused about their identity. An entire demographic is still grappling with his or her identity and that doesn't seem to bother anyone. Our entire country is preoccupied with the identity of the next terrorist, but yet still refuses to accept the, the identity which is so prominently printed on our currency. This is a very dangerous situation that our nation is in. And it amazes me how one of the ways that we can become identifiable to one another is by the brand names we wear, the stores we choose to shop in. But there is an identity that is far greater than Sean John or Burberry of London. My identity did not come from my school ID or my alma mater. It is not derived from my driver's license or my state ID. It did not originate with my birth certificate. It did not come from my birth parents, nor did it come from my upbringing, but who I am transcends these temporal or superficial means of identification. Who I am is God's child, and that's what makes me who I am. Unfortunately, this problem has found its way into the church the one place where identity should never be a problem. The one place where identity should never be forgotten. This is the one place, this is the very place that this disease is most effective. We can understand the proliferation of this disease throughout our political arena. We can understand the propagation of this disease throughout our educational systems. We can understand the prevalence of this, this disease in many of our communities. 
but for it to have taken up residence in the church is beyond my comprehension. The one place where, the, where this society can still find answers. The one place where the weary soul can find solace and comfort. The one place where everybody is somebody is now being plagued by a condition that endangers the very integrity of this sacred house. And the effects of this crisis are tremendous. It drains the church of its power, its strength, its effectiveness, and its motivation. This cancerous disease has infiltrated its way into every age group, segment, and demographic of the church. And whenever the church loses sight of its identity, the world is in trouble. Whenever we begin vacillating about who we are, society is on the brink of collapse. But everything in the Word of God reminds us of who we are. Every writer that wrote a word, every prophet that delivered a message, everything that was ever done in the Bible speaks directly to who we are. The underlying theme in every book, every chapter, and every verse is identity. It was identity that was questioned in the Garden of Eden when God inquired of the source of Adam's inferiority complex. It was Peter who tells us in 1 Peter 2 and 9, Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who brought you out of darkness into this marvelous light. John so prophetically tells us, expresses the identity of the believer in 1 John 3. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and then doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. People of God, how can we ever forget who we are as great as the word of God speaks of us? How can we ever lose sight of our identity as great as our God thinks of us? How can we ever forget who we are as great as our God is? Because you see, in knowing who we are is also knowing whose we are. I can't be average and be a child of God. That's paradoxical. I can't be mediocre and be a king's kid. That's a contradiction. I can't be a member of the body of Christ and be ordinary. That's cataclysmic. Greater Grace Temple, who we are should excite us. CWC, who we are should inspire us. Rich in praise, who you are should encourage others. Tambourine ministry, who you are should energize others. People of God, who we are should be demonstrated in our attitude, our lifestyle, and our personality. Just as the prodigal son came to himself in Luke 15, we too must come to ourselves and realize who we are in Jesus Christ. We have been empowered to do the extraordinary. We can see the invisible. We can reach the unreachable. We can climb the insurmountable. We can do the incredible. We can touch the intangible. We can believe the unbelievable. And we can speak the impossible.
in closing, we have been immersed in a legacy and a heritage that constantly reminds us of our, of our identity. Hebrews 12 and 1 is a tremendous witness to the greatness that surrounds us. Wherefore, seeing as though we are covered about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin will thus so easily beset us, and run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. However, I'm sure there are still some of you who are still in need of more convincing. There are still some that are in need of more evidence. There are still some of you who are grappling with your identity. And if after this inexhaustible history lesson you find yourself troubled with your identity, just ask Abraham who we are. Ask Jacob who we are. Ask Isaiah who we are. Ask Joshua who we are. Ask Joseph who we are. Leaders, ask King David who we are. Ask King Solomon who we are. Young people, ask the three Hebrew boys who we are. Ask Daniel who we are. Women of God, ask Ruth who we are. Ask Esther who we are. Ask Mother Mary of Jesus who we are. Ask Mary Magdalene who we are. Ask Martha who we are. Ask the woman with the issue of blood who we are. Men, ask the apostles who we are. Ask the prophet Elijah who we are. Ask Samuel who we are. And if you're still confused, ask Jesus Christ who we are. They will tell you. They will tell you. They've been where we're headed. They know how far we've come because their identity is our identity. Their struggles are our struggles. Their battles are our battles. Their obstacles are our obstacles. Their victories are our victories. Their success is our success. And their history will be our future. God bless enjoyed tonight's show and our interview with Christian fashion designer Terry Ann Phillips. If you're interested in patronizing her and shopping her saved and fabulous fashion line, go to www.shopsnf.com That's www.shopsnf.com Thank you for tuning in this week. We truly, truly appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We appreciate you, whether you're listening uh, on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. or Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. or Friday evening at 8 p.m. We appreciate you and love you just the same. Next week, we're going to have another great show in store for you. So be sure to tune in 
And as always, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free and introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.